Good evening. Welcome to Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to help you fall asleep. We do it with a bedtime story. That story's going to take your mind off of whatever's keeping you up at night. Racing thoughts, intellectual thoughts, horrible thoughts, worries, confusion, overthinking, underthinking, whatever's bugging you. You just need to listen to my voice. I'm going to distract you. And as I drone on and on, things are going to go from distracting to boring. But it's going to be like poof before you even know it because you'll be drifting off into dreamland. If you want to check out older episodes, they're on our website, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com or on iTunes. If you have a chance to review us and rate us on iTunes, that'd be great. If you have any feedback about the podcast, questions, comments, concerns, it's feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. And we post all our show bloopers over on Facebook. That's the uh, place I decided to play, place the bloopers. So if you go to Facebook slash Sleep With Me Podcast, I think that's where we are on Facebook. And you can like us or follow us or whatever. And if you think I embarrass myself on the podcast, wait till you hear what I cut out. I really want to thank you for listening. And I hope I help you fall asleep tonight. Because that's what we're here for. So thanks. All right, folks. Another episode. Another non sequitur episode. I don't even. I'm, I got to look up what non sequitur means. But uh, yeah. Um, another random Sleep With Me episode. Tonight, we're lucky. Uh, we haven't had an interview episode where I've interviewed anybody in a long time. The last person we interviewed was someone pretending to be Scumbag Steve from Internet Meme Fame, uh, Boss, Blake Boston, a.k.a. Blake Boston. You might remember, I think that was episode something. Uh, it's back there in the below 10. A more responsible podcaster would know. But tonight we have an exclusive interview with uh, an author who has a book coming out, and uh, I'm going to invite him into the studio. We'll be right back. So yeah, folks, I uh, we have an interview tonight, and it's by an author that reached out to us. He's got a new book out. You know, normally, I don't take submissions, especially from strangers, but this guy is uh, supposedly a dream expert. I did not have a lot of time to research him, so we're gonna, you know, we're gonna do this on the fly because it's a, you know, a random episode, and I wanted to squeeze this in, and since he uh, just happened to be in town, so. Um, Everybody in the virtual audience out there, put your hands together for, uh, I guess your nickname, sir, is, uh, you go you go by uh, Fraud Freud. Uh, everybody welcome, Fraud Freud. Ah, uh, thank you. Uh, my name is not Fraud Freud. That is a derogatory nickname for me over the internet they give me. My actual name is Friedrich Acherman. Uh, I sent that to you in the email. Yeah, I'm sorry. I looked all that up. I looked up your name, Friedrich Achtermann, and I could not find it in any kind of spellings I did. So uh, anywhere, I mean, if that has anything to do with dreams or doctors or uh, fake Freudians. Well, uh, that's a pseudonym. 
what uh, Friedrich Ackermann. Friedrich Ackermann is my name. So I'll just call you uh, Freud Freud. Dr. Freud. All right, all right. Uh, go ahead with your questioning. So you're here to promote your new book. Um, why don't you uh, tell us the title and tell us a little bit about your book. This is my, my first uh, interview in a while, so I'm a little rusty. So, oh, it's all right. Uh, it's my first interview for this book. It is called The Dream Paradox of Probiotics. It is my presentation on a new dream, new take on uh, the, the science and investigation of the human dreams, the dream state. What if I was to tell you that the dreams do not arise out of the subconscious or the human mind at all as we have been presented for a long time by false science. Well, that would be quite interesting. Is that what you... My theory that I place forth in the book Paradox, the dream paradox of probiotics, is that, that in fact dreams are based in the bacterial bacteria in our gut and they have nothing to do with the human mind whatsoever. They are arise from the bacteria that is living in our gut and are directly related to that bacteria and nothing more than that. Wow. Um, okay, let's go back to the title. Let's back up. So it's a dream paradox of probiotics. Now, um, let me just grab my dictionary here because uh, as far as I could tell, uh, paradox, paradox is um, a statement that according to Wikipedia, contradicts itself and might be true. So the dream paradox of probiotics isn't, isn't a statement. Ah, uh, yes, uh, that is an interesting question. And by probiotics, why don't you fill my audience on probiotics. Probiotics are the uh, bac bacteria that live in your gut uh, in particular. They are uh, bacteria that are beneficial to your gut. But my question is, are they beneficial to your mind? And therein lies the paradox. And are they beneficial to your dreams? That is another part of the paradox that is so paradoxical. Okay. Um, you know, I, got, I wrote down some questions. This is my first, this is the first interview I have with an author. This has got to be stirring up some controversy because we have decades, if not hundreds of years of research by Sigmund Freud and Jung and a bunch of other dream people, the dream weavers, uh, the school of dream weavers that uh, would would seem to go against us. Don't they talk about the subconscious and the superego and the id and repressed memories and the brain? I guess that, was all, that was all pseudoscience for one, and uh, this is based on hard scientific facts and uh, is not pseudoscience and that is yes I have contradicted all of that in my research okay well tell me a little bit more about your research what uh what research have you done to uh, support your theory that bacteria create dreams well I'm uh, self-quantified of course uh, part of the self-quantified movement where uh, isn't that quantified self not like where you use an app to track stuff that's uh that's not um I mean I'm no researcher but ha you are mistaken. Yes, you are. You are mistaken. Nah. Yes, I did the research on myself, so that is my primary primary document is uh I have done research and I have uh what twenty years of 
dream-based discussion and research. I've done the auto readings, dream theory, dream discussion. I did not learn hypnosis, but I attempted hypnosis. And most of these uh, research you talk about with the science and the dream dreams is merely capitalist uh, pushing their agenda. So you're this, I am here to help the real people with real dreams. And uh, yes, well, this is not this interview is not really going well, sir. Um, I mean, you're killing me. You're really killing me. I mean, my podcast is supposed to start out interesting and then get more boring as it goes on. So let's just stick with the controversy. And I'm, maybe I'll just change my tactics as an interviewer because I just feel like I'm going to back you right into a corner and see what you do. Well, well, you, um, oh, that's not nice to do because I'm here friends. Well, friends. Okay, wh- what's your background and what specific research have you done and how is this inf- and and then build on that and and say how is this relevant or useful to any of my listeners because i feel like it just just say oh yes sir, come down you uh we we will have to take a stool sample of you later to take a look at your bacteria because you are feisty feisty young man well okay my background is head of i've worked in dreams i've quantified myself and um i have um many years i stand streets as a busker, and I say, hey, one dollar, one dollar, come to me. This, I work in San Francisco, Seattle, Portland, Austin, Prague, other countries that I can't uh, name. Is that because, uh, according to what I did look up on the Internet, that you were banned from Germany for practicing psychology without a license? Uh, that was psychiatry, a street performer... That's just lies. That's lies. Okay. Okay. Can we? So I work with many people about their dreams. They tell me their dreams. Originally, I bought into this this thing with the, you know, oh, you dream of a pig because you you wish for wealth. You know, oh, yes, yes. It is your subconscious desires that are late, laying in latency to, to be expressed and and today you had an argument with your boss, so you dream of a frog being eaten by a snake. And and then we could go deeper and talk about, you know, can I say penis or, or sexuality? Yeah, that is even deeper on the repressed level. Uh, you kind of talk, you're talking nonsense, aren't you? Can you just answer some questions? Can you specifically say how this is, how this information could be useful to my listeners? Okay. You should know thyself. Noche te ipsum. Okay, whoa, whoa, buddy. I saw America. I'm pretty sure, isn't it race firma something? Like, wasn't that the shirt in American Flyers? Because I have the shirt and I can go get it. It was like, um, when you get it up, keep it up. It was a joke. You know, did you ever see American Flyers? Because that movie is kind of like a dream. I always wonder... I just rewatched it. Like, is that dream about addiction or disease? Like, Kevin Costner's character was he like going through, like the way they talked about everything? And if you look at, if you watch it and you imagine that he's either having a, a struggling with a drug addiction or alcohol addiction, and everyone's kind of talking about it, and like they have this intervention, and his friends, you know, the um, 
they, they are so sad and you know the looks on it you are uh, getting off topic sir and you're going to back me in a corner come on tough guy tell me how your book's going to help listeners sleep better okay this is the theorem i'm setting straight yes uh quality of sleep and quality of dreams are correlated to be interrelated with a, you know, they sustain a bell curve. And if you're taking probiotics, the paradox is you, your dreams become more dull. You know, they become plain. You may forget them. Let me tell you, have you eaten any Greek, Greek yogurt every day? I do, actually. And have you noticed any changes in your dreams that you were thought totally unrelated to the Greek yogurt eating? Um, I have, but I'm afraid to bring them on the air because I'm afraid to be sued by the Greek yogurt industry. Okay, well, they don't even have, they can't agree on what Greek yogurt is yet, so you're safe. But what if I told you the Greek yogurt was causing you to have duller dreams and a duller, possibly a duller life? But what if I'm healthier? You know, it's got protein, it's got the probiotics, so it's supposed to help my system. Okay. You have heard many things on NPR probably about how your gut, you know, they like to talk there about your gut and how it has as many brain cells as your brain and as much going on in your gut as the rest of your body. It is a whole secondary mind system. And I need to capitalize on this stuff, boy. I I got this book and it's going to be all about how this secondary mind is your primary mind. And we're just, what do you... Let me ask you a question. What if I told you you stop the Greek yogurt? Your dreams come back. You have one last time you have a sexy dream. Oh, whew. that's a good question. Oh, this is, I don't know, man. Um, I don't know. Okay, I bet you you skip Greek yogurt two weeks. I tell you, sexy. You have good dreams. You know, stop taking care of yourself, man. Have some Twinkies. Have some Twinkies. And they want the probiotics that are disturbing your dream cycles, people. So you're telling me you're anti-probiotic. Oh, no, no, no. Don't put words in my mouth. I said they affect your dreams. It's your choice. Okay. And, uh, okay. Let's, can I focus the interview? It feels like you're interviewing me. Okay. Let's, let's, let's refocus here. So probiotics cause dull dreams, possibly, according to your quantifying self. You're a street busker. Bell curve. What does all this mean? What what does everything you're saying mean to me, to my listeners? Okay. What if your dreams are not born in your intelligent mind, but in your gut? That that changes everything, man. We're we're uh, flipping the switch, flipping the flipping the switch, or. Flipping the book, whatever they say. Or flipping the game. Say, yeah, I think it's flipping the game. Flipping the flipping the switch. Well, flipping the switch would mean turning on the lights. So it's flipping, flip, it's flipping the pancake, let's say. Well, you have to flip pancakes. Let's, let's skip it, man. We're both having trouble. With, okay, okay. Yeah, so we'll skip that. Okay, so what, what does that mean for sleep, for life, for meaning? I, I am raising these questions, not answering them. Where can we get your book? Where can my listeners get your book if, by some insane reason, they wanted to buy it? And how much would it cost? Where would they buy it? Well, I don't have a publisher yet. 
and I've not written most of the book, um, but I can tell you when it is available. I was hoping like we could do something here on the radio here, the internet show, to raise money for my book. Everybody prepay, say twenty nine ninety five. You prepay to me, you know, I give you ten percent or something for your time, and then when the book is done, I send it to you. You trust me. I'll print it out on my printer. I'll staple it. Whole whole thing. Okay. So you want to kick? You want me to kickstart your book? Oh, kickstart. Yeah, I like that. I got that. Kickstart my book. Kickstart my heart. But my book will be like kickstart your gut or not. Okay. If you could summarize your book, like in a, in a couple words, like put it together. You know, tell me. T- t- I, Oh, this is, you know, this is embarrassing. I can't believe I brought you. You totally put me in a bad position, man. uh, Can can you tell me, like, how would you summarize your book? Like, give me a quotable quote. Ha, quotable quote. We'll be in Parade Magazine. Next thing you know, you and I kick-starting the dreams. Quotable quote. Okay, get ready for this. Dreams, parrot. The paradox of probiotics. Are you what you eat or what eats you? What you think? Hmm. And is any of this well thought out? Any of this stuff? Okay. You are. Are you what you eat or what eats you? I mean, that could be. If you actually had any data or data or research, I mean, this could be interesting. If, if what you're saying is true. Oh. I mean, it could be interesting. You're saying our bacteria gut trigger our dreams. Now, I have a lot of questions about that. Like, are they triggering a chemical reaction that's causing us, like, some sort of chemical reaction in our brain to hallucinate? And, like, we're just randomly, the movies are just random? And then wh- why would they be related to our memories? Or does is it triggering some sort of, is it working with our subconscious to make us desire something? You know, like, say... You know, like you said, like say I had an iron deficiency and I started dreaming a lot about red meat or spinach or Popeye or burgers. What would that, like is that my bacterial gut working with my mind? Oh, man, you, you're just kick-starting my brain over here, man. We got to sit down and work this together. We got to, we'll kick-start this book and we'll, I'll let you ghostwrite, okay? I'll let you, I'll give you the honor of ghostwriting with my book. Okay, um, now, okay, let's back up, let's back up, okay, I'm gonna, we're gonna try one more time to get this interview going in some kind of direction, you know, two of my heroes are Howard Stern and Terry Gross, Even and I'm just totally the worst interviewer, I don't, I mean, they can get good interviews out of almost anybody, and you're just totally shooting me down, man, I mean, when I had the fake scumbag Steve on, the guy was pretending to be scumbag Steve, I didn't actually interview him. I just turned over the mic. So what about, you said you were a street busker or, or a busker. A street busker, is that like two? Like you worked on the street interpreting people's dreams. Tell me, did you ever have any, did you ever work with anyone famous? Like what happened? Like, okay, I got, I got this one, man. So I was doing it in L.A. And I this was when I was pretending to be borderline 
I was never had no th I had something on the wall. It was not a diploma. It looked like a diploma. But anyway, it was a private practice thing where you, you know, these, those private practice people, they, a lot of them, they just rent the room for like the hour you're there and they leave. So I was doing that and I happened to be hanging out down the Santa Monica way and uh, the Baywatch was shooting. And I got to know that I would wear, you know, tweed suit and I would pretend. And I ran across the David Hasselhoff one time. I said, oh, uh, good day to you, sir. And he's a friendly guy. He's a real nice. And he said, oh, what do you? I said, oh, I'm out for a constitutional walk, you know. Out for the constitutional walk to keep my mind sharp. And he said, oh, what do you keep your mind sharp for? I said, oh, well, I keep my mind sharp to work with other minds. Because this one, I thought it was all in the mind, not in the gut. And so he said, oh, well, uh, yeah, tell me more. And I said, uh, well, you know, I, I work with dreams, you know, with people with their dreams. He said, oh, really? I have a, I have, I'm a dreamer. And I said, you're a dreamer, David Hasselhoff. You're living the dream. You're Baywatch, you're pop star, you're worldwide, you're world fame. And he said, well, I'm sad inside to be, uh, uh, to, I can't do a David Hasselhoff, but he said he's sad inside. And I said, oh, well, is that your dreams talking or you, Mr. David Hasselhoff? And he said, I don't know. Like, uh, could I talk to you about my dreams sometimes? I said, yeah, come by the office. Uh, just, uh, we plan it out because I, you know, the office is mine, but I have rented it out to make more. He said, wow, you're a really smart guy. So, okay, so David Hasselhoff. He uh, come by a lot. Okay, so just so you know, if this is David Hasselhoff from Baywatch, right? Because I don't want to get sued for, you know, works of fiction, you know. Okay, well, let's say it's David Hasselhoff, okay? Between you and me, it could be David Hasselhoff. Very likely to be Mr. David Hasselhoff. You know, he's not wearing a shirt when we talked the first time. He come to the office, he'd have a nice shirt on, he sit down. And I usually start the session with, oh, good afternoon, you know, try to relax, and uh, no small talk, okay? Just relax, lie back, close your eyes, and, uh, you know, tell me about your day today. Is anything bothering you about your day? And I do something, you know, I don't know. I've seen it on TV, and uh, I think Barney Miller or something, and uh, I learned that trick, so it relax, relaxed them. And then I say, okay, well, okay. Do you mind if I call you David? Yeah, okay, go ahead. Uh, or Dave. How about Dave? No, I don't like Dave. Okay, okay. Okay, David. Uh, tell me about your dreams. What was a dream that's sticking out to you? And he tell me, I can't tell you about the dreams because of client privilege. But that, my, that motherfucking guy, he dream a lot about, like, um, um, he turned his body turned to plasmum, plasmum like a. He's no longer solid. He's not liquid. He's like a gelatin. He have this nightmare every night almost, where he turned into gelatin, and then he can't move, and then all of a sudden, this street sweeper is coming at him, and he's scooping him up and chopping him up into little pieces of gelatin and squatting him away. You have that nightmare every night. And I say, oh, interesting, Mr. David Hasselhoff. And uh, so we talk about that dream. And, uh, okay, 
this is good stuff, man. Now you're now you're hitting it. And um, do you have any dreams that were really weird? Oh yes, he had. He used to dream. He said he has this dream. Okay, that he was uh, he had this talking car, and he would talk to the car, and and uh, they would like go out, and uh, I think he was like a secret service type, undercover, and but private. Private, you know, like the armies, the wars we're fighting now, the private, you know, off, whatever. They could do illegal stuff. And he uh, was billionaire, but millionaire, I think, in the dream, you know, because it's a dream. And I say, oh, tell me in your dreams what you and this car talk about. And he said, oh, we talk about how to get stuff done. And the car say, hey, you know, your pet's too down low. And I say, huh, interesting, David. Um, this car sounds like it loves you. And he says, yes, it does sound like it loves me. He said, do you know, do you ever feel like you love you, David? He said, no, I hate myself. And he started to cry for a long time. And I said, well, what would your car say? What's your car's name? You see, he called in the dream that God's name was Kit. And so he said, uh, you know, that I, I, I guess I can't interrupt you, but Obviously, never mind. Just keep going. And uh, the, the dream, the kit, I say, oh, you know, and I figure this out, you know, no problem. I'm this. Now, this is back, you know, back in the day when I'm reading, you know, those books. You, I go into uh, Walden books at the time. They had these bookstores, and I'd go in and read the dream books and then meet with David and talk about the kit. We talked about it. I said, oh, David, what if the kit was like your mother or father? The perfect mother, father, and live inside you. And kids just want to take care of you and help you. You know, can you do that for the little David inside you? And, um, you know, David had problems after that. I know, you know, after Baywatch and he's, but if he can, if he could have found his inner kit, that dream, I mean, I wish I could have a dream that powerful to say, hey, you know, just because no one believes in you, you know, I believe in you, man, and I'd be here to help you. I'm like your avatar or something. Okay, well, uh, I'm not going to contradict any of that stuff about Kit. Any other Baywatch? Well, Yasmin Bleef, uh, and uh, she can work with me for a long time. And uh, she stabbed me one time with a letter opener. After I told her about one of her dreams. And I also tried to touch her inappropriately, but that was a before. Okay, Hmm. Okay, let's tie back to your book. Like, if Kit, if that really was a dream and not a friggin' TV show, but if that was a dream that David Hasselhoff dreamed, um, what would it say? Like, what would it if his bacteria was causing the dream? What what would is what would it? I mean, I still don't even understand your theory, but what would it say? Well, what I mean, maybe we let's compare notes. Okay, so I'm thinking he could be on a dose of antibiotics. He changes diet. So he's like uh, the bacteria saying, help, help, we, we, we're dying down here, send us some help. We need someone to take care of us bacteria-wise. So they create the kit. Um, I don't know. What do you think, man? Because you got this thing down. I see you nailing it. This could be a TV show. You're right. Your car and David solving crime. Listen, dude, I know you know that that was a show. It's not even like funny as a gimmick. I mean, unless you had, like, a concussion. 
Um, but if it what if Night Rider was a dream, vroom, vroom, vroom. I mean, I would be more worried that, like, what if it was like your shadow self? Okay. Yeah, I mean, what if the bacteria are like a robot in you and they're guiding your actions and guiding your fate? That would be terrifying. Like, if what your book is saying is true, it's like this war's going on, which I have heard on NPR. Like, these bacteria wars are always going on in our body and, you know, stuff like antibiotics can really mess up, you know, bacteria that's been in your body your entire life. And, like, you know, almost like sourdough. Like, oh, if you make sourdough... In the Bay Area, it tastes like one thing. You know, I don't know if you can make sourdough everywhere in the United States. So what would it mean? Like, is a bacteria kit inside me? And Kit's whispering in my ear, hey, buddy, you know, you're too tired to go to work. Or you hate this job. You know, the back, what if the bacteria, what, does, can bacteria have consciousness? I mean, have you run across, obviously you haven't done any research. And now... Like, I'm going to be left to do the research. I should be writing a book, and I would not name it Paradox Probiotics. Who's going to – I mean, maybe you're going to get blowback from people that think it's some diet book or that you're anti-probiotic, which I'm not even sure. I mean, I do – you're freaking me out because my dreams have been dull. I've been having some super sort of kale, Greek yogurt smoothie thing like everybody else, Whew, and I have not had any sex dreams. I've been chewing ice like a lunatic. So, but if Kit was a dream and the bacteria were in charge of it, that's crazy. I'm going to, I got a, I got an idea to finish this interview. Okay. 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 I'm open to anything you'd like it. I'm going to tell you a real dream I had. And this is an honest to God, goodness dream, viewers, listeners, and you crazy dude. So I'm going to tell you this dream and then why don't you interpret it? Because I think street busking is where you're at your best. So I'm going to read you the stream, and then you go ahead and interpret it. Okay, I'm interested to work with you. And uh, do you want to pay me my... I will write down my hourly fee. I do have sliding scale, but only a little bit. And do not take insurance. So do you want to pay... Dude, I'm here. I'm embracing your book. And maybe this works. We could get some kind of viewer feedback segment for you on this podcast. Because you've sucked except when you're talking about the kit dream. So, okay, just I'll tell you the dream. Please, if you're listening, you're still awake. Don't make fun of me about this dream. It's a real dream. And I just barely glanced at it before reading it on the air. And don't judge me, okay? Uh, okay, here's the dream. It's from May 20th, 2013. I had a dream that my dog was a cat. A crazy cat. And uh, for some reason, I brought her on a family vacation. My brother, my younger brother, and my cousin was there, My one of my crazy cousins. And my brother and my cousin kept making these sexist, sexist comments. And we were picking my father up from a big meeting at Fordham University in the Bronx in New York City. And Denzel Washington was there. He actually went there to college. And I started talking to him. And he knew me, maybe because of my right, I don't know. And I was like, holy, I can't believe you know me, man. And we were getting along great. And then he was like, oh, no, I have you confused with someone else. And he said, sorry, wrong guy. 
and then I was floating above some meeting that Denzel Washington was in. And then me and my cousin left the meeting, and we headed to a development outside of Disneyland in California somehow. And I, I don't know what I thought was cool about the Dis, the Dis development outside of Disneyland, but I said it was cool, and my cousin said it sucked. Then we went to a mall to eat, and I said the mall sucked, and my cousin said the mall was great. This sounds like a freaking 12-year-old's dream. Uh, and I was trying to get rid of my cousin, and then my dog that in the dream was an uncontrollable cat was out of control and my mom was yelling at me for some reason and then one of my mom's kids came up and my cousin was harassing my cat or the kid was harassing my cat dog and then my cousin threw my dog cat across it was a cat he threw it across a freeway and onto an embankment that was on the across the freeway that people were treating like a beach. So people were lying on this beach looking over, overlooking a freeway for some reason, and he threw my cat. Clearly my cat died, uh, a cat dog, and I was in shock, and my cousin ran away. So I was in shock, and my cousin ran away, and then I was like, what am I going to tell everybody? My, my cat dog's dead. And then I actually saw a friend of the people I adopted the dog from who in the dream was a cat and then I was telling her what had happened and she had a, actually had a crush on her and if you hear the banging in the background that's actually my dog listen so she's alive just a dream folks I uh, guess keep going on her. this is good stuff I write down a little bit okay so then oh it's Christmas and I went home to the, I guess we were going to some sort of Christmas church mass, and I was telling my brothers about the the that my cat, my cousin killed the cat, and everyone was in shock. Everyone was really upset, and then I left church, Christmas church, and went to look for my cat dog's body to hope that she was alive, and I went up to the beach embankment where there was tons of people drinking and hanging out, and I couldn't find a way to get around the people down to the embankment. So I had to ask some young Southern California type dudes like out of Mountain Dew commercial type, old Mountain Dew commercials to get, if I could get by them. And they offered me a beer, but they're kind of being threatening. And as soon as I passed them, they were making fun of me behind my back. Then I ran into an old coworker who was in the dream was friends with the person I adopted the cat dog from. And he was with the lacrosse team and they helped me search for the, my cat dog to see if it was alive and we didn't have any luck and then I told him what had happened and he was disgusted and he said we should have my cousin arrested and I was totally freaked out then I found I don't even barely remember the stream people oh yes Andrew that's a good sign and I found my cat dog alive but it had two broken legs and she was mad and scared as a cat and in a lot of pain and she, didn't, she was in so much pain, she didn't even want me to hold her to comfort her. And then somehow I got her back to church, I think. And then my brother, one of my brothers said they could get her into interactive, healed, via, uh, intensive, immersive video game. And they started using this video game to fix her. And then it says I was in surgery, and I recognized one of the doctors from Chris before mass started oh, and then it, it kind of peters out to stuff unrelated to that dream 
like hidden garbage, tennis racket. That's my dream, sir. Why don't you give me a analysis? Ah, yes, so. You can't are you going to give me the dream from like the which okay just give me some time man okay so you know a cat changing to a dog you know that's like a wolf in sheep's clothing man so you you um you once felt and that you are out of control you know we're going to the this is you in the dream so you're this out of control animal but you are once you know friendly like a man's best friend and then now you're this feisty cat so, you know, we got that. And the other element I noticed is, um, you know, this cruel man throwing an animal that's horrible that loves shopping malls. That says a lot there. Like, this person in the dream loves shopping malls. The particular one you said it sucked. Probably a food court you are at. Sabaros just went bankrupt, you know that. Can we concentrate? And uh, so, and then you like near Disneyland, but outside of some development, very... Very superficial stuff. And, but you got Christmas mass in there and religion and shame. Lots of shame. Lots of shame and, and shock. And uh, what was the... I can't remember the first part. I wasn't really paying attention. I know. Oh, there's a beach with people drinking. And looking at the freeway is strange. Oh, no. Usually you sit at the beach. You look at the water. These people are on the beach looking at freeway. Now, good thing you search for the cat. That means you're not uh, hopeless. You know, you tried to help it. It didn't want your help, clearly, because you're a bad man. But you're not evil, man. You're just a bad man. And, okay, you had a dog. You're with your cousin. I don't know. What was the first part? Like, uh, it don't matter. Oh, your mom was in it, of course, because you you messed up, you know. Your mom and your dad, you know. you you. So, you know, I tell you... If we were on the street back in the day I was doing this, I'd say, sorry, bro. You know, you give me 10 more dollars, I break it to you. But otherwise, it's bad news. Like, I don't give bad news for normal price. I charge double by price for bad news. And you can't punch me because I tell you bad stuff. But I, since I... Yeah, so, I, since I tell you... So, I put us in the change from a cat to a dog and throw a cat. But then you still search for it. You're searching for something, clearly. But you're angry, man. You're so angry. You're feisty, too. Like you want to hurt the feisty part of you. So you're in conflict. And you're angry and you're searching. Dude, this sounds like the freaking... This is exactly what the lady that read my palm said to me. This is... You're totally on point. Yes, I know. And you're lonely because... You know what? You, you turn to people for help and some people help you. Some people make fun of you. So you're... you're, you're you're, yes, you're, and you're searching for something bigger than yourself. You went to the church, but there was only shame and judgment there. So you need some more help. And um, there's no sex in the dream, so you're obviously repressed for something. You're probably into some sort of taboo thing, you know, with... Maybe it has to do with these animals. I don't know that. No, no, the lady, no. To boost things that are normal-ish. Okay, calm down, bro. We'll get to it sometime. i tell you some stuff I do, man. It's crazy stuff. The Ebb Vagoda. You ever try that, man? The position. It's a position where kind of... You take... Okay, no, not in the air, man. We're explicit, not... Okay, so that, that's about it for your dream. 
But, okay, so that, but what if it's bacteria? That's what I'm saying, like, that dream is really weird. And I wish I never shared it, if I'm going to make it public now, but what's up with, I mean, how could bacteria be responsible for that, you know? Like, I think that just my dream itself contradicts everything you've said on this entire podcast. Well, you'd like to say that, wouldn't you? Because you're Mr. Oh, this is the DSVM, and I, I'm... You didn't go to school for this. You just judge me, man. Okay, think about it. When you get home tonight, what I tell you is going to help you, right? When you go to the palm reader, what does she do? She don't say, hey, buddy, look at my, you know, I went to the, to uh, Wharton School of Palm Reading. It's almost, you know, it's Ivy League or almost Ivy or whatever. So just chill out, bro. So, okay, so I tell you, the summer in my dream, when I, you want my advice? My advice? Uh, yeah, actually. What do you think I should do? Okay, buddy. Okay. What I tell you to do, okay, is, you know, make a little love to yourself. For starters, to calm everything down. That's the feisty part, okay? Let it out. And the angry part, you gotta, you gotta get over it, man. You're, you're, you're like, uh, you're taunting part of you. But you're not giving it what you want, okay? So go ahead, man. Go out there and do some stuff and get it done. Because otherwise you're going to get angry and be throwing stuff around or taunting. You know, it's poking, poking, poking. Then throw the cat. That's no good. You see, then you spend the rest of your time looking and picking up the pieces. So go ahead and get out there, man. Shake things up. Do it. Just, just do it. Carpe diem, man. And, um, you know, don't be afraid to uh, be look around the church. You don't think it's going to help you, but, you know, that doesn't mean there's other stuff not there for you, you know, other than Christmas. Maybe Christmas isn't your thing, man. Try Easter, the rebirth, springtime, okay? It's coming up. And uh, if everything is going to be okay. In the dream, everything was okay. You know, you didn't get to comfort the cat. But the video game fixed it right up, almost, and then you were in surgery with your mom or something, you said. And the stuff with your mom's weird, okay? Just like everybody. You know, it's weird. And you got your brothers and your cousin. I know it was you that threw the cat, okay? I mean, I mean no, it was not me. I did not throw a cat or a dog. I don't, in the dream, everything is you, bro. So you threw the cat, okay? I'm breaking to you. And... Yeah, this one bacteria can't get you out of your cat thrower. So unless you get your issues nailed down, bro, you're going to be toast. So do some stuff. What is it? You know, talk. You're scared to talk to uh, people, huh? You're, you're afraid. Deathly afraid. You see right through me. Yeah, see, man, you talk all this trash about me for like 40 minutes, and now you see... I'm here to help. I I try to write. A, I'm like you, bro. I, I I need to make some cash, and all the books out there. Oh, lucid dream. How to have a lucid dream? Oh, this is the dream dictionary. That's the phone cell. The probiotics. You know how many people search for probiotic? It's a Google thing, man. It's a uh, SEO. They say search engine optimization. That's what I'm doing, bro. Okay, probiotics. Paradox. That's what. You know, I'm going to put up an app about this. We should make an app together, bro. You know, you and me, 
we'll call it the kit dream app. It'll go, whoa, 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 whoa. And then it'll say, hey, this is what your dream mean. No, okay. So we'll just change this book around. You people forget the whole book thing. We're going to call it the cat thrower and fraud Freud and the cat thrower. How about you? How about, I, I did not throw the cat. My cousin threw the cat. So, no, no. Okay, Baro, but you like this. Me and you work together nice, I think. So you bring me on this podcast all the time. And I go, hey, ladies, listen to this podcast because I'm single. And you definitely have problems. I don't know. You're single. You're like, girls, boys, what you like? The girls, but I'm scared. I'm scared. Well, okay, man. I, I'm not. I'm like player with women that are attracted to my body type, which is interesting. They call it the ugly avocado. Plus, my skin is like the avocado. But, you know, we go, I'd be a wing face to you. And I could talk, we'd talk to ladies. We'd go to... We could use this podcast to make the ladies, you know? No, 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 man. You don't get this podcast to help people that can't sleep. And the whole purpose I brought you on was that... Oh, God. I mean, the whole purpose of the podcast is to help people that can't sleep. And now we spend all this time confusing them, which is probably good because if they had listened, they would have stuck it out until they fell asleep. If it was their first time listening, they're never going to listen again. If they're still listening... They might think I'm a cat thrower or, or whatever, that I chew too much ice. And you're totally like a pervert. And we're, you're not going to be on this podcast. Why you said I could come back, man? Okay, let's just gauge audience reaction, okay? Maybe we could do a dream interpretation segment because I did. You're, you're, you're all right, man. You're street busking ways. That's what you should do. So I busk out of here, bro. The busking podcast with the cat throwing man, me and the cat throwing man. Okay, you got to change my nickname. I can't be the cat throwing man. Fraud Freud. Yes, you be. Okay, you cat, not cat throwing man, you uh, kit. How about that kit? The cat throwing man. Okay, man, I think of something. Don't worry about your head. Okay. All right, well, thank you for coming under false pretenses. Again, anyone that's listening, I apologize for... Hey, guys, no, don't apologize, bro. Don't apologize for throwing the cat. It was only a dream. Okay, can you leave or just maintain silence? And if you, if you talk at all, you can never come back on this podcast. So I apologize for anybody that thought this was going to be about a book and who's like a last-minute person that emailed me on the Internet that's obviously mentally... Oh, bro. Okay. But I think we got something out of this. I don't know what. I mean, I know I need to look inward and see what happens if I cut out the Greek yogurt. Because actually that dream, I don't think I had any Greek yogurt when that dream came up. And I apologize. Anything that was about Baywatch or people that were on Baywatch was purely fictional, 100% fictional. And this guy i'm not liable for any dream advice or legal advice taken on this podcast and this is for your entertainment purposes only and if you for some reason you want you have a dream you want this guy fraud freud to uh and please don't tell anybody about my dream it is embarrassing that my dog changed i mean i i love my dog man i would never let it get hurt if it wasn't my cousin i probably would have thrown him 
Don't doesn't mean I'm a good person. I looked for my dog twice, the cat, and I try. I, my self-esteem's taking a blow. But if you if you're listening still, and you think you, you know, you want we're gonna you know feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com, dear scooter at sleepwithmepodcast.com, email me a dream and don't make something up. And maybe if I get enough of them, we'll have a show every once in a while where uh, Fraud Freud interprets your dreams for you. Maybe it'll be a future segment, you know. I was supposed to not say, I was trying not to say you know in this podcast today. So thanks so much for listening. I hope, I mean, this is a little piece of lunacy. I'm telling you, even before this guy interpreted my dreams, I'm stressed. And now I'm like, I wish I never looked up that dream. I'd never thought about it till. So let's slash try to calm down. And you guys get a good night's sleep. Okay. And um, pretty soon we're going to be back with Get Bessos, our ongoing series about um, J.C. Penny, Richard Cash Warren, Richard, Ka- Richard, well, you know, I'm just uh, sorry, folks, I'm off after this. James Cash Penny and Richard Warren Sears trying to get Jeff Bessos. So I'll be back soon. I think we'll have a full more night of non-sequitur strange episodes. And if you have any dreams, you know, let me know. Or on Twitter at Dear Scooter. But most of all, thanks for listening. And if this is your first time listening, this is like a really weird episode. I mean, and most episodes are weird. But this is like super weird. So, sorry. Night.